Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's Adam doing? Boy, did I miss you, Adam. It's great to have you back. If anyone had... The Weberthal to go for him this week. I'm super impressed. And thankfully, for those that are interested in him, and I think a lot of us should be, he only gained the 9K, so still sitting at 522 for an absolute keeper. It's great to have him back. I had him, you know, last year, early on in the year when he was number six, and just moving, getting moved around through the centers and stuff was not uh, a great thing there at all. But the main issue here is how the hell do Tigers lose this game? Obviously, Panthers have a great culture. They're able to, to come out and, and still win these you know tough games when you're missing pretty much your whole you know, your whole spine and and yeah for the Tigers it's it's just tough times really that's the main and only worry for Adam is that there's a chance that he gets moved again something happens but the biggest clearest thing here is that he got all the kick meters so Hastings played thirteen and obviously went crackers but you had Brooks there with very limited kick meters and they gave the team to Adam and went. Yeah, this is yours. Do do your thing. You know, made 119 run meters, 517 kick meters there, and got the cold kicking as well. So, literally has everything in his power to to do really well. And he should be 750k right now. So we're getting a couple hundred k discount with with ads, and you get the dual position half and the wing fullback in a position where, especially wing fullback, that's pretty light. To be honest, now the pap's gone down. Adam Dewey goes straight into that slot. So a super important player to get the 83 this week. He's going to be you know, definitely the most um, you know, brought in player this week for sure. So yeah, if you need a wing fullback or a half, he's your guy for sure. Fisher-Harris, great game for him. 70 minutes, so really helped them win this game. Obviously, they've got the game winner as well. And, and Vili kick out a big game for him. 47 in base, a lot higher than normal for, for Vili. So well done to him. Again, if you had the, you know, the guts to, to throw Jackson Hastings in your side... This week, or you've held him this whole time, you're really happy with the output at 13. So we had 57 in base, which was spectacular. Got the trices there, a couple of offloads and a couple of tackle breaks. So yeah, even with no kick meters, Hastings did a great job. And it looks like he might 
you know, be sticking in this position. They're definitely going to have to give this new spine a, a good crack, right? Like, you can't just have one week. Well, you shouldn't just have one week and make changes from there. They've got Tim Sheens appointed as coach, you know, going forward. So that'll be fun eventually to see how that, you know, how his philosophy is put onto this side. They're obviously the last time they were successful with Sheensy, and you can tell, you know, every year, every second year, they're like, oh, we get, bring Sheensy back and he, and he finally gets that opportunity. So that's going to be fun to look at as well. But yeah, some, some nice big scores in this game. And if you played, you know, snuck Eisenhuth in, not that many do, 0.3. Um, interesting to do is 0.7 right now. So there you go. Kenny, good game for him, 53. Kapoa with 48 for anyone who brought him in a while ago, a while back. If you're still holding to Tungo, you got 47 and a nice try out of him. So if you played him, awesome. He still had plenty of negatives there at next 17 to still score that well. Obviously, a couple of line breaks there. Chulangi for anyone who has him in their side of 47 in his 60 minutes. So ran the ball a little bit more. And every time he does, he always makes a bunch of tackle breaks. So that was great. Also... Sorensen with some good minutes there off the bench. Did a great job. Leota doing his thing. Edwards, 44. Again, just that level blow keeper. Unfortunately, Garner got moved to the edge again, which killed uh, our people squad with Matamua, unfortunately there. But Garner did his job for 42. A little bit more cash, only 3K made, and he's definitely a sell now. Uh, we spoke about him last week as being a seller also. Taylor May with 3K gains. So again, this is going to hang steady, I reckon, and average around that low 40s mark for the rest of the year. Offhand Galway was the interesting one this week with eight missed tackles, which is so rare. So I think you just put this off as a bit of a blip. He did have 52 in base, which is great to see. Limited minutes as well. So 56, obviously missing eight tackles this week. Coach wasn't happy with his output and, and completely fair uh, when he doesn't miss many tackles in general. So offer 40 this week, not what you want. If you brought him in a couple of weeks ago, you got what, a 53 and now a 40. But he should improve from there and get you know somewhere around that 60 plus minutes. And that'll be enough to, you know, with a PPM close to one, he should be completely fine. Robert Jennings, if you picked him up at two, what, 238 there, you got a 40 out of him. He was on 40-odd pretty early. Uh, he kind of held steady for the last section of the game. Uh, Tupo as well with one try. Two line breaks there for 40 at that cheap price of 258. So well done to him if you own him as well. Pole with 25, so obviously 28K up. Again, you're probably not looking to trade him out anyway, so... You know, unless they're getting 50, 50, 50, and he gets about 400 on, you have a few extra trades, you can do a downgrade upgrade somewhere, but that's that on that one. Uh, Farmanu Brown, he only got the 13 this week, so has been scoring pretty well, but unfortunately has his first low game and ends up with a negative 3K uh, in, in, in losses, which is not great at all. We had Curdy Falls, who you know, went off when Sonny Luke came on. So interesting one there. Did get the couple of goals, but just not much happening for him. Only a couple, you know, the one kick there. Uh, the 26 run meters. A couple of forced dropouts was nice, but generally, overall, not great. Uh, still made the 16K, but again, if you own him and had to play him, it was annoying. Thankfully, my head to head squad, I did not have to play him. Um, I could end up looping Cola, I believe. So, yeah, that was that first game. Just a tough one for the Tigs and a great win for the Panthers, even though they didn't exactly need it. And yeah, it worked out nicely that they were able to uh, rest their players in this one. And it was a strange one that Brett Kamali came out and said, that he thought it was really bad on on them, on their team, to just rest all their stars when every other team, you know, like to rest them pre-team list, sorry, pre-the pre weekend uh, or, you know, now before kickoff. Um, I just think found that stupid. Why, why can't you, you're allowed to rest your players. It happens in every other league across the world. I don't see that as an issue. If they're in a position where they can, look, they're not, <laughs> it's not like they're playing their stars half. I, I get what they're saying about, 
you know, what people might say about making sure that you have all your stars playing the majority of the week so that, you know, the fans watching get the best product and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if your Tigers still can't beat the Panthers with that strength of a team, then I think the product issue is your team rather than the Panthers. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, if, you're, if you're coming out and smashing them by 30, then you can say what you like, but to get pumped like that, anyway. thought that was a bit silly. Uh, I saw that little headline from Brett Kamali and, um, and then Cleary clapping back at that. Good on you, Cleary. I think it's pretty fair. All right, the Storm beat the Raiders, and then Raiders are really playing pretty well at the moment, and, and the Storm are really scuffling, and obviously a really sad injury to my, my main man, Ryan Paps. That looked like it hurt so much, his poor knee. Uh, he's just copped, you know, he hasn't been on the park enough for the last two years. Like, he's had stretches when he's been on there for, you know, he gets four or five, six weeks in a row, and he absolutely is killing it. And you even saw yesterday that, that he was playing super well before, you know, that injury in the 20th minute. And why, why is Whiten just running over him? What was, what's the theory there? Can you not, like, I feel like he's strong enough to, on Pap especially, to, to have a little step and, and palm him off. Like, that left end he's got is incredible. So, strange that he decided to just run directly into him and obviously, yeah, work so that, in the fact that you know, Pat was out and, and couldn't hurt them in terms of uh, his prowess on the attacking side of the ball, but strange one. Obviously, I'm just a little bit salty that Pat's out for the year. Not for my team or anything, but just for, um, just for watching him play because he's so fun, man. Okay, so in terms of scoring, anyway, we have a couple of nice ones with Munster and Grant. And you know, we've spoken about very, very clearly that Munster and DCE are both terrific options, averaging around the same. Obviously, DCE slightly outdoing Munster this week, but both great trade-ins. You get the five offloads, the three turnover tackles with these steals and all the rest, and your tackles are up there, plenty of run meters. So there's always going to be attacking stats. And to not even have a try assist or a try and pick up 76 shows the, the, the skills that he possesses and... You know, even having COVID last week, that he you know, came back with a bang. So good pick up to anyone who did that. He still lost 4K this week, so you get him at 794 if you would like him there for sure. But obviously there's guys like Dewey and stuff that you could select at a much cheaper price that aren't going to score the same, but will be able to contribute something close to what uh, Munster could. Harry Grant, obviously a nice try for him. and But without that, you know he's sitting in those high 40s, so... Very interesting that the amount of negatives that he ends up with, you know, the four missed tackles, the, the two penalties is kind of normal at times. So still the second best hooking option, but just be aware of that. Meany's an interesting one again. So he's obviously got the 60. He played at the back once Pat went down, scoring tries, doing you know plenty out there. He's, he's a solid player. He's just too expensive for sure. Adam Elliott, obviously getting 67 minutes was nice. Yes, a bit of nice. Jake Trevojevich. How good are those um, press conferences with Jakey Boy? I'm absolutely loving them. Uh, Elliot, 54. He's up to 731 now, guys. He's, he's priced at a 52 average there and, and, and averaging 42 overall. But that last you know, eight weeks has been absolutely spectacular. Definitely my best trade-in of the year when he was uh, getting that chance to play through the middle and some decent minutes. And yeah, to, to think that we'd actually pick up a Raiders player. And there's been some ups and downs in terms of movements. And you know, he got named on the edge. Ugh, so much going on in this one. But He's done uh, super well for anyone who's picked him up. Tarpane is the interesting one here. Just had the, a few negatives in this one. And yeah, really that's all. Like minutes was fine. He just got the uh, 51, which we look at now and, and it's like, oh, it's a really low score for, for Joey. But he's been spectacular. At price at, at 8.35, obviously he made uh, you know, right on his break even this week for an even money game. But he's been, he's been great and, and someone that everyone should be looking at at some stage. He's pretty expensive right now. When you can get a Cam Murray or something a bit cheaper, I would be going there. Jerome Hughes, hey? So he got that, you know, dropped that one over the line earlier on in the game. Did have a nice, easy try in there. 
Six missed tackles, the three errors. It's a bit annoying. Obviously, neg 18. Kick meters are there. Run meters are there. Just needs to continue scoring tries and getting involved that way. And he's just unfortunately not scoring high enough. So if you brought him in hoping that he would really dominate, he's, he's hit a low 50s, a couple of 40s now. So he's definitely someone that you could look to upgrade. But you could also leave him in there as like a 16th, 17th man if you want to. He's a 600k. That's the that's the thing there. How good was that Schiller try? You know, little little grubber in, run out of play, just sneak in and pop that ball down. So a little shout out to you, Mr. Schiller. Sounds like he's okay too after that little injury scare. Xavier, two try savers and a pretty normal game for him up against the Storm. So a 38 gets him another 26k in price rises. I think over the next week or two, you could move him on. So this week or next week would probably be the way to go. They will play some easier teams going forward rather than playing the you know, Melbourne Storm every week. So have that in your mind as well. And this is his fullback, uh, his team to play fullback with now without uh, CNK breathing down his neck. So that's that. You'll come Kamika there, 33. In terms of guys like Josh King, I told you you got to get rid of him. And Pap now, he definitely has to be a trader. 61K down, unfortunately. So still got 658 to play with. You can go straight to Dewey pretty comfortably there if you need to, or can upgrade to guys like Latrell also, which we'll speak about. Please get rid of Starling if you own him. Wolford's time to him to go as well, 344 now. And that is all. Let's move to that last game. And obviously, a really, really cool finish there. Couple of nice tries for the bunnies to, to round this one out, but plenty of points scored in fantasy and also in the game. Twenty-eight points to thirty-six. There, Rabbitohs sneaking away with that win. The troll Mitchell with a massive score of ninety-eight in this one, and shows why he's super important. You can still get him a six twenty, obviously a lower break even. We're going to be able to give uh, get him at a slightly discounted rate. He will definitely go up over the next bunch of weeks unless there's a clear injury or two. For him, uh, and, and he misses some some game time, you know, he gets injured at the start of the game, he's going to be making cash and hopefully averaging that 50 plus. And we've spoke about him being one, one of those guys clearly in the top five fullbacks. Adam Dewey replaces Paps now for that one. Definitely head of guys like Drinkwater because he has that ability to go absolutely bonkers. And they're going to need him to, like I spoke about with the Roosters game, they're going to need Latrell to come out and be really dominant for the Bunnies for them to have any chance of pushing into that top eight and, and really cementing themselves as a premiership threat, which I think they should be, for sure. If Latrell's there and, and firing fit, then he's going to be able to do well. Totola, massive game for him. 82 points, 234 metres. Well done, Tim. 56 in base was awesome. And a big shout-out to Declan Casey as well after his really, really poor debut uh, in the wet. It was a very tough night, uh, tough, tough afternoon for him to come back and have a couple of line breaks, a try, and have zero errors in this game, my hat uh, goes off to you for getting that opportunity again and really taking it with both hands and showing that he has some talent for sure, which is great. Stimson, how good was he? 59 in the 33 minutes there, getting his hands dirty with 26 tackles and 89 run meters. Obviously, the try and the try saver as well. So well done to Stimo. We had Johnson with 57, which was really, really cool. I fortunately did not play Raymond Fatalamarina in my Hated squad. And he picked up a 55. So if you own him, a 39K uh, rise is awesome. And I think we're going to be getting him closer to that sort of 17th, 18th, 19th man that you could uh, use going forward. As we can see here, plenty of scores over the 50 mark. Colin Matungi was, was great, obviously, if you own him. There's still a, a bit of a, a group that have him at 4.6 ownership. And then we've got Matty Burton. So the 50 for him, you know, backing up from Origin, we will take that. But if you don't own him yet, he's down another 36K. So the two guys that I've brought in the last bunch of weeks in Burton and also Isaiah Papali'i have both lost a fair bit from their hires, which is something, again, to, to learn going forward is, you know, do you 
Do you jump on right at the top? Do you, you know, do they potentially come down a bit? A lot of people were thinking that with Cleary though at the beginning of last year and his price continued to go up and up and then you were priced out. So I can understand why you would jump on some players, but other players are a little bit more streaky where someone like Cleary is not. We're not we weren't sure what Burton was going to be like. You know, kind of worked into the season, started dominating, but we have seen him score super well for a long period of time where, you know, in games with 80 minutes at Panthers. So I was like, oh, is he going to stay that way? And yeah, didn't have a little drop, but 50 this week and potential to continue going on from here. Maxi King, great work ethic there. 40 tackles in the 48 minutes. If you own him, he didn't lose any cash this week. Josh Jackson, slight more of a, a, a little bit more of a worry at 45 points for the 67 minutes. Again, we're looking to get him to get 80, but the, the tackles was his issue this week. With obviously plenty of points in this game. He's wanting a lower scoring one. You know, then you say, oh, well, Max King got plenty of tackles. Well, look where the traffic was going to, going more to, to Max King through the middle rather than Jackson on the edge. So you can see that where the, um, where the game's being played. As you can see, Arrow there, obviously on the edge, getting the 33 tackles. So you know, still some decent traffic in that 70 minutes, but not ridiculous you know, compared to what it can be sometimes, a bit over 40 tackles for, for some edges. Jetty Carwright, another decent score if you picked him up. He's up to 3.07 now, so hopefully another couple of games for him would be ideal, but uh, unlikely, let's be honest. We've got Karaz there with 43 as well, so 14k up for him. Again, I think he's close to a trade-out. He did have the three offloads, the two turnover tackles, so a pretty nice game overall for him. Avili as well, you can look to move him on. Obviously, playing through the middle this week is great, but Cam Murray's going to be back next week and might take a little bit of that game time or the work ethic, you know, in terms of run meters as well, and potentially those tackles. Isaiah Tass, for those who picked him up as a slightly cheaper cover option in the centers, you got the 34K rise and the 40 points was lovely. And we moved down a little bit further with guys like Jake Avrilo with the 37. It was good. Ilias, if you're still holding him, 37 as well with that opening try. Pango Jr., I don't think he's, you know, you can see he's got the 46 minutes. King had some lower minutes there. Did it take away from him, potentially, but also... Hard to tell as well if they're on the same um, minutes restriction, sorry, minutes restriction, minutes rotation there. And then just David Moale there with 14 points uh, in the 24 minutes is obviously not ideal. But that is all. That's all that we need to speak about in those three games, guys. I hope you all had a great week. Getting over a thousand looks like it made you some ranks this week. My team's slightly improving, which is good. Even bringing in Mr. Damien Cook and captaining him. I uh, got the Heinz, Vice, and also Mam as a backup. So that was good. But yeah, as always, guys, subscribe, like this channel. I appreciate you uh, being here very much, Lee. And we'll catch you in the next video. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 